Dear Talkspace, we are pleased to advise you that your request for an extension has been approved. Morning, morning. Welcome back to another episode of Talker Space Approved Extension. You're back with your host, Ben, who is feeling ever so elated. It's the end of the semester and I've finished my assessment, so I am on top of the world. I'm also on top of the world because I have some great guests sitting across from me in the studio. I have three of the members of an insanely cool rock band called Lunchtime. Morning, guys. I have Gordon. Morning. Constance. Good morning. And Eden. Good morning. We also have a lurker in the studio, (laughs) Little Miss Caitlin, who is joining us in spirit, I guess, on the show. (laughs) I'm super excited to have you guys in here. We we have no idea who you are. We've never spoken about you on the show before. (laughs) Which is a crime, honestly, and we're going to solve that today. (laughs) We're going to talk everything about you guys, about your new releases as well. But before we get into that, I want to have a little bit of a gas bag about uni with Gordon. Yes. (laughs) It's over. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. So you said you finished yesterday? Yeah. I had a five-hour exam on Wednesday Arvo. And then I had another Wait, exam. Wait, five, five hours can't be allowed, can it? Yeah, well, it happened. It ha- Does that happen a lot for you? I've been doing it for the, my whole degree. What? Or what? maybe they're four hours. <laughs> I finish at five. Oh, it starts at one, though. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like... Four-hour exams. <laughs> <laughs> five hours is a bit much. Is that for your... Because you were saying you're doing environmental management and law. Yeah, that, that's just the law exams. The what? environment's management, that's um more assignments and stuff. Oh, you do have the occasional exam, but you always, do it. You always have the exams for law. They are torturing you over at USQ. Our, USC. Oh, USC. Sorry. Yeah. My goodness. Um, No, that's a joke. Like, our um exams for law at QT are just three hours max. Wow. Wow. That's not cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very jealous. Anyway, we um, are all done, thank God. And for listeners out there, if you are in the final stretches of your assessment, please, please pull through. You're going to make it. And then you'll be as elated as Gordon and I. So, so happy. <laughs> the um, exam block's over for everyone now, wouldn't it be, though? I don't know. It depends on which university you're at. Because I know, I think QT, end of this week. Oh, it is the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. If you're done, congratulations. Party hard now. Like I was saying a couple of weeks ago, work hard and then you can party hard. Yeah. <laughs> I do a bit too much partying, not enough working. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be hard not to, because you were saying at USC, good vibes. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We're like five minutes away from the surf, and it's just, we'll have a few beers down on the campus and like watch the sunset and stuff, and there's kangaroos and everything, so Mm. it's a nice place to be. Yeah, well, QT, not so much. (laughs) The only entertainment you will get is maybe at the Kelvin Grove campus some really funky outfits. Otherwise, it's it's pretty basic, pretty boring. 
I know. People need to transfer. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to bigger and brighter and more exciting things. Lunchtime. Run me through it. Give me the spiel about you guys. Um, so we've been around for like seven years now because Eden and I started it when we were 16 in high school. Wow. And funny story, we actually went to high school with Gordon, but he wasn't our first drummer. Like he's our third drummer now. I was a little kiddly diddly back yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the relationship between you guys in high school? Was it just like um, barely knew each I was other? The annoying little kid. Yeah, he used to come and like bully us. <laughs> he had the locker below my best friend, so he just annoyed the crap out of yeah, her like, every like time she had to go to a locker. Kid, and they were in year nine or ten. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And so, where have you guys moved through since then? Um, What's the journey of the band? Well, like, Eden and I are the only original members left, so there's been a lot of evolving Mm -hmm. and, like, lots of errors. So, yeah, we've released all of our music we released, like, independently. So, two EPs so far, a few singles. Yeah. Wow. So, the one thing I couldn't quite pin down and I did say rock before but I wasn't sure if it was right I couldn't actually figure out what um, genre you guys are Um, like how would you class (laughs) yourselves we class ourselves as a country horror scum band so yeah of course how how could I be so (laughs) stupid and not say that I think because we all have so many influences, we just say alternative, but mm. we draw from like indie, pop, grunge. You yeah. know, I think rock's fine. Yeah, I would yeah. say grunge, hard, rocky, punky. Yeah, we just have so many different sounds. Well, yeah, because I was listening to all of your stuff on the way in, and I would class it as like rock myself, but I have famously. Famously, on the show, <laughs> said I'm terrible with genres and classing them and everything. And I just always, like, I don't know, I just assumed you guys were rock because I was I was in my car driving on and I was just like, I don't think I'm cool enough to talk to these guys. <laughs> like, your music is very, very, like, so intensely there. I love it. It's so oh, present. It's huge. How have you guys, like, produced that sound? Like, have you always been like that? Um, yeah, in our lounge room, pretty much. We we started, like, you know, like, recording in our bedrooms and stuff. Mm. And then we'd send it to one of our mates who was at uni, like, mixing and stuff. And then, yeah, send it away to get mastered and that's how we do it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What's your, like, writing process like? Um, it's very, like, we all do our own thing and then we come together pretty much. Yeah. So, I know for me and Eden, we usually will write the lyrics first before we write the music. So, yeah. And then we'll bring it to the band if we don't have the music part there and then write it kind of collaboratively. But, yeah. Wow. Because collaborative, collaborative processes always intrigue me so much because I always feel like as a sort of creative myself I love having just so much control over what is made in the end like what's I don't I don't know I just like so influences and everything that you draw from does it differ from like member to member oh yeah definitely (laughs) yeah you can take this one I think think Constance is more um, metal these days metal. and I'm more pop metal. so mm. 
I like synth and want to, you know, bring in the piano parts to, you know, the classic rock lineup. Mm. And then I think also you were saying before about the bigger sound. Um, I think we're able to achieve that just because we have three guitarists now. So yeah. we have that layer, which is so good. Will in its new. Yeah, but I think <laughs> <laughs> just like all the different influences just make us, you know, better because we have all those different points of view. Yeah. And we can mix that. Yeah, so yeah, I <laughs> I did mention that before. We don't have the full band in here, unfortunately. No, so run me through all of the members of the band, where you pick them up from, what they're, yeah, start of the road. <laughs> <laughs> now we got, um, so we, when our first, like, you know, lunchtime, whatever, fell apart, we held an audition for a new guitarist, mm. and we just wanted one. But then Jordan and Carwin, like, I wanted Jordan, Eden wanted Carwin. But then I we wanted both. both. Yeah, we are kind of like, we can't decide on which guitarist to get. And then we are like, why don't we just get both? Mm. Yeah, so. I think you're skipping over the part. I was begging to have both of them. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. Constance was very strict I was like, about no, having one. We need one. Like, that's too many members to have on a stage. Like, yeah. And it gets crowded on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Very crowded. Yeah. <laughs> what was the begging like? Did you have to pull any moves? I was just screaming and then getting really <laughs> upset. Screaming and yeah. crying. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and then just arguing and showing her photos of Pearl Jam and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, because that's the thing. Like you talked about stage presence. I think like when the stage is completely full, it makes for such a great show like i mean i I do have to admit i'm a bit of a loser and haven't seen you guys play but um like bands like funny gyms that completely like because what are they 12 piece yeah they've got a lot of members i remember seeing them at lefties too where it's like the idiotiest bittiest little (laughs) stage and they just looked like like, packed in like sardines sounds like a super spreader event (laughs) yeah literally i think it was just like at, at that time where all of the events were starting up again. And I was just like, oh, God. And because we were all... Yeah, because we were all still separated into, like, little table areas within the venue. Mm. Oh, poor funny gems. <laughs> what is your stage shows like? Like, what's the vibe? Um... I try to be in time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like everyone who's standing, obviously, like we need, we always like, we need to headbang. We need to have all the energy. But yeah, we usually like hit each other a lot because we're all kind of like yeah. jumping and running. But I mean, that's what I was imagining, <laughs> like with like that yeah. really hardcore sound. Yeah. Like it would be so hard to fill that stage with so much energy. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's our main like selling point is that we've always got the energy. In our live shows, we have a blow-up doll that we bring on stage sometimes. Okay, I did see that <laughs> in some of your social media stuff, and yeah. I did wanted to ask about it. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> His name is Marvin. Yeah. And he's a very important member of Lunchtime. Yeah. I don't know how it actually happened, but... Oh, um, we were shooting the music video for All in a Row, mm-hmm. and we wanted some kind of element, I guess, where... Oh, it was, yeah, it was a dead body. Um, We mm. wanted to bury me, but then we wanted to have, like, you know, in Fight Club where he's flashing and he's not really there. It's kind oh, of, <laughs> it's like one of those... Yeah. Cons- yeah, well, so is like, it actually a conspiracy or is that actually confirmed that that's true? 
I think it's confirmed. Okay. I think he was a, like a, a, you know, his imagination. Oh, right. Um, yeah, but we were just like, oh, Eden can bury the blob doll. And then, yeah, it was <laughs> like supposed to represent me, but then it just became Marvin. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just started taking him to gigs. Mm. It's yeah. like a stray cat. Like <laughs> you pick it up. Yeah. The uh. others actually left Marvin one, at a show once. Yeah. And I called them and demanded they bring him home. One Good mosh riddance. pit actually popped him. So this is, we're on to our second Marvin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my Don't God. Don't tell anyone. Marvin 2.0. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't, weren't able to duct tape it and put it back well, together? We tried, but it was like, it was feral. Like, uh, there was, there was I some, mean, like, after substances. so many, yeah, <laughs> after so many games. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's Attack of the Clones now. <laughs> Going back to your stage vibes and stuff like that, I actually, so I recently went to a festival, the Lazy Days Fest. Have you guys heard of it? I saw ads for it. Yeah. Anyway, great, great festival. Um, Amazing. Highly recommend. And the one thing that struck out to me was stage presence and like how, like, because obviously it was artists in the beginning of their career, like still developing what they want to do on stage. How did you guys like develop like what you do on stage, like the energy? Like, did you have to practice? Did you make mistakes? Like, oh, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think it's something that you feel. Yeah, like, it's not really something that's artificial. Mm. Like, I don't. I kind of yeah. sit down and just like hope that I keep my breath properly. But like, <laughs> it's um, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm headbanging. It's just something that's happened. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's what we all kind of do. Like, if it's a shit gig, we're gonna look like shit up there but mm. if we're yep. pl- like tomcat on friday night yeah i thought we had like good energy and like it, it was a good gig we were playing well and then yeah everything goes from there mm. yeah i think you really need to be in the moment and like really kind of like it sounds corny but be one with the yeah. music you know you need to feel it mm. and like i think that's where the stage presence is just going to happen yeah but I yeah. feel like also we just feed off the audience mm. like yeah. their really high energy makes you want to match that get them excited yeah you would probably hate me at a gig then i'm a sitter <laughs> i'm a sitter downer and a watcher i fine. I, like that well. <laughs> I prefer to sit back yeah. and yeah spectate. i just i don't know what it is because like, i feel like it's so counterintuitive to want to go to gigs and then like obviously watch amazing artists but then just wanting to sit down and watch them yeah i also think it's silly like, ooh, go and get hammered and dance around like crazy at a... <laughs> How far away have I been sitting from <laughs> It's so, like, intimidating. <laughs> the oh. mic is your friend. I thought you'd know that as a music artist. <laughs> I'm a drummer. <laughs> I try not to dribble. <laughs> anyway, you were saying? Oh, I just think... um. I, I, I do think you kind of do have to not be getting amongst it to enjoy the music fully, if that... Is kind of counterintuitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like I, I don't know. I, I think it stems from me being very insecure about dancing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Though I haven't. I will admit I haven't been to a show with I think as hardcore music and as forward with guitars as you guys. Like indie artists is usually my vibe, and it's a little bit more slow. So maybe the sitting down is more appropriate there. Maybe if I actually went to one of your gigs, it would change. (laughs) 
So, you guys have been up to some very exciting things lately. You've just dropped a new single? Yes. Yeah. Run me through it from his eyes. Yeah, so basically, um, so we did our Left Behind tour from like December to March, I think. And then yeah. we had like one show left to play and we were like so broke because we'd gone to Sydney. And then I got a DM from um, Fangs. They're a Sydney band who we've played with on tour before. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey guys, um, how do you feel about releasing a slow vinyl together? And we were like, oh my God, yeah, like when's the date? Like, you know, and I think it was like two weeks to a month that we had to get a single done by. Oh my God. And we were like, oh my God, we really want to do this. So we were like, let's go down to the basement. Let's record a new single. And then, yeah, we got it done. And yeah, now we're going to Sydney in August to do like our launch show there. Mm Because we just had a launch show here at Tomcat. But yeah, it's called From His Eyes. Do you guys want to add anything? <laughs> <laughs> Run me through it. From what, <laughs> what are the vibes behind the track? Lyrics, music rise? Oh, that's all you yeah, that's, that's me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, I wrote it, I think I wrote it probably two years ago. And it's just like kind of come out now, which mm-hmm. is a bit, you know, it's a bit like us. We usually will really record all our old catalogue. Um, the song's about like a narcissistic toxic ex and kind of we love that yeah literally (laughs) who doesn't love that um and just kind of like switching to their point of view and trying to you know understand like why they hate you so much and but it's you know and then after you go through all that you kind of realize that you know you weren't the person in the wrong you weren't the bad guy Mm. so yeah it's kind of like that (laughs) does that make sense yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to flip the question then to Gordon and Eden, what what does the song make you think and feel? I um I really like the I like the song. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a very formally trained drummer, so when I drum it I feel like I'm kind of just dancing. And I, <laughs> it, it's it's very like the the song's re- for a fast song it's got a lot of groove to it. Mm. And that's my favorite part about it. And the it's probably my one of my favorite songs to drum in our like uh, our setlist, our catalog, yeah. and then it, it's yeah, it, it's groovy for a fast song, and that's what I like about it. Mm. As someone who's had a lot of toxic exes, it makes me very sad. Oh, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah, just because like I relate to the words, and I love that Constance can write something, and I feel it so strongly. Mm. And so then you know we both have that same passion when we're singing it. Um. Musically, for a long time, I thought it was really slow for some reason, because it is a fast song. But when we started trying it out at gigs, um, trying to break it in, I was just like, I don't want to play it so slow. Mm. Yeah. Just two completely different takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's fast. It? Oh, it's slow. No, it's okay. It's interesting that you said it's your favourite one to drum, because I would have assumed, is it hate is a noun with mm. the drum intro? I love a drum intro on a song. I would have thought that would have been the favorite. I'm um, I'm kind of a bit of a um, like when it comes to drums, I'm a bit old school. Like I don't really want to have like the forefront of anything. I'm just 
Well, I think the best drummers just lay a good beat. Oh, don't tell me you're one of those drummers that doesn't know they're the main character. I'm sorry about whoever's in the front of the stage. When I take the my drummer shirt off, usually <laughs> takes over the show. Yeah, when I start spilling beers on... Oh, I spilled a beer on one of the cans. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. On Saturday oh. night, that was... Don't um... say that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. Wow. What, um, actually, going on to that, what have been some of the silly things behind the gigs? Oh. Oh, um, we played Soul Bar after Origin, <laughs> last Origin. And as in this year? Yeah, like, like the Thursday after Origin, and th- we drank a lot there, and then things got a bit heated out the front. <laughs> Between the Blues and the Maroons? Yeah. Oh, no. But... That was pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I also stole a Woolworths trolley once and knocked over all my gear. That was pretty bad oh. as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see Caitlin like trying to pinch him. <laughs> Don't talk about origin. <laughs> Don't do it. For listeners out there, Gordon is wearing a Maroons jersey. How long have you been wearing that since the game? Oh, <laughs> uh, I've got a tattoo, so life. I'm just always <laughs> representing. Oh, <yeah>. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm one of those people. It's non-stop. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I have been... Because I completely forgot the game was on on Wednesday. I tried to organise a um, little uni meeting thing for assessment and got told I was a complete idiot. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm sorry. Uh, it's better than being on the... Op- it's good to be on the opposite end than be on the same end but like New South Wales, so... It's mm. fine. We had a few disputes within the office over it, which was very awkward, to say the least. Yeah. Are you guys fans? Do you watch it? No. no. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm the same. I just... I'm, I don't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I got lectured about not talking about football, so we might have to oh my change God, before the... the, before yeah, the we might have to change the um, topic of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting, like, death stare from both sides right now. <laughs> Is it a non-stop conversation topic? Yes. Oh, yeah. no. Do the other boys in the band get on it? No. No. No? It's just Gordon. I'm just Gordon's monologue. A diamond in the rough. I apo- I'm sorry that you have to experience that. It's pretty sad. <laughs> I feel like a plastic bag. <laughs> Okay, to change the conversation topic then... Sorry, guys. We... (laughs) (laughs) We did a call-out on our Instagram and asked some of our listeners and some of your fans for a few questions. I've picked a few of the best. We're going to start with some of the shorter ones, and then one of them, I think, is going to be a very long answer, which I think will be very, very fun. Bit of an analysis at the end. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay, so from a Petrina, I think is how you oh would... Oh my God, Petrina. Petrina, yes. okay. <laughs> my love. <laughs> my love. Uh, they <laughs> ask, who inspires you the most? Um, Petrina inspires me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do... Okay, I want to hear who would inspire the whole band the most and then individual inspirations and idols from each of you. <laughs> oh, that is such a hard question. Wally Willis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
I knew. I was like, he's going to say Willie Nelson or Wally Lewis. Like, <laughs> one of the two. Um, well, it's kind of hard. I think growing up, Eden and I were, like, very into, like, the pop punk yeah. kind of stuff. So, I reckon my biggest influence is Blink-182, but that's probably, like... Did you say Blink-182? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's just so funny that you say that, because you're like, you know when random things just come up in a week, multiple times? Yeah. I've been seeing all of those memes about that, the son oh of the submarine. Yes. Like, tragic, sorry, breaking news oh, this yeah. morning, Um, it has been confirmed that the sub imploded. Oh my god. I know, but anyway, yeah, there was a oh. meme around the sun going to a Blink-182 yeah, concert. Yeah, that. that was so weird. While it was missing. Yeah. Anyway, who inspires <laughs> you, Eden? <laughs> um, well, well, I think Mika, um, the pop singer, mm. he was the whole reason I started playing piano when I was a kid. And I think... That is a good inspiration, I agree. Yeah, he's like the one singer that I still listen to. Yeah. You know, there's been years. One of those people that you always go back to. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, him. Yeah, I love a steady artist like that. Yeah. And then who would be the idol, the inspiration for the whole band? And it can't be Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> I think Taylor I, I haven't spoken to the others about this, but I think we sound a lot like Silverchair. Like, I think a lot of our sound oh, yeah. is that like, we kind of dance between that chilled out sound but then also crank it up a notch mm. and it's just mm. very like left behind sounds like tomorrow i reckon a little bit really yeah i'm gonna go home and listen to yeah. both of them back to back <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you guys agree with that or do you have another one in mind uh, yeah like maybe when i was in high school like so which i wore a big influence yeah, let's let's go with that. We'll I like roll that. with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next question comes from Frozen Eddie, the band, and they wanted to know. This one might be a little bit too much, but what was the last Google search on oh. from each of you? Oh god! Oh. I wanted to know the score of the Women's Origin last night. <gasps> yeah. Confirmed. <laughs> Queensland's had a clean sweep this Origin. Just ignoring that. (laughs) I was looking up Tarragindi, the suburb, yesterday at work. Why? Um, because one of my clients was like really rude on the phone and was like, "And you're doing? I'm moving to Tarragindi, so stop calling." And I was like, "I've only called you once." (laughs) So then I googled where Tarragindi was because I was just curious. Not going to go knock on their door? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, Eden? I was online shopping. So I think it was... We love um, an online shop. Yeah. Black Cross nipple pasties. Because I was trying to organize an outfit for the oh, next wow. photo shoot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Photo shoot for what? Can I ask? Um, we just need another press shoot. Because we've run out of like photos to use. For, for the sake of being pretty. Yeah. Um, you yeah. like the new era is yeah. coming in so we kind of need a new look i've put on weight since the last photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. can't catfish the fans anymore <laughs> <laughs> it's just wrong <laughs> and then final question that i've picked out of the lot comes from a katarina i think and they wanted a lyric rundown of their just being friendly Oh, like the whole EP? Like, I think so. That's what they asked cool. for. We'll, we'll start with, like, what are your favourite lyrics from the EP, each of you? Is that the first EP? Again, wait. Haters are now. Haters No, they're just being friendly is our second EP. Blowjobs oh. <laughs> um, and bubblegum. <laughs> Turtles. Turtles. And there's oh. one more. What was the last one? 
Demented? Demented Glee. Yep. Um, I'm not a very big fan of that EP. I love that EP. I really <laughs> like it. Really? How dare Why? you? Um, I think the whole ordeal was just so stressful. I was there. As in producing it? Yeah. I think I, I was the only member who was I there remember. for every single person's recording. Like, over how many months? I think, yeah. It was just a lot. I cried a lot. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of it. I think for one track, she sat through nine hours of drums. Oh, my yeah. God. That wasn't me. I was yeah. about to say, you horrible <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't like thinking about that EP, but it's fine. I think to make you think about it, though, <laughs> what is your favourite lyric? Um, probably, it'll probably come from Wait. I think mm. Wait is the best lyrical. And that's your you. song. It definitely is. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Sorry, <laughs> yeah, you should just say some of the lyrics because I do not remember any of them. Should I bring them up? Um, um, so, there's the thing about the lights. Oh, um, the last line of the second verse before the chorus says, turn the high beams on, I'm scared of the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, should I? You should, yeah, tell them the story behind. So, um, when I was 18, I saw... Hang on, we should... Is there like is a there? trauma... Um, warning. We can just say like one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are we about to discuss? Now. Um, just uh, this little boy who died. I mean, like an accident. It was awful. Oh my goodness. Um, obviously, you know, went through a lot of stuff about mm. that. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's so totally do fine. Do you want me to kind of talk? Um, yeah. So Eden like knew this little kid and like kind of witnessed the aftermath and everything and then wrote weight I guess out of like the feelings that came from that mm. and yeah like so it's a really powerful song emotionally yeah I guess if you like look at the lyrics it's like kind of um you know witnessing the mum and all that that was going on um yeah sorry um, <laughs> so back. I think writing weight and science of sorrow they were kind of like twin songs for me from that experience really helped me like process grief mm. um and just like some of the lyrics from that um so his mother was kissing the feet of the ambulance driver like asking um you know asking him to save her son and so i like in my lyrics i write um kiss his feet like she was jesus mm. so just like little things like that are just a nod to that experience yeah wow yeah so it's a whole journey through going through what you experienced and what like even emotions you were feeling yeah my god and then i've also um combined that with another i actually chucked two songs together so one was about a toxic ex <laughs> and then the other part was about the little boy and so i've just combined them so the whole thing hopefully mm. someone can relate to it yeah you know? do you find that that inspires a lot of your lyrics emotions and experiences yes definitely mm. i just use it as a way to like you know reflect yeah that's beautiful i think um one of my other favorite lyrics is from the sound turtles make are you gonna say the light bulb one oh no no (laughs) (laughs) um it's shaking my heart upside down on clean sheets watch the glitter spin so i kind of had this idea that my heart was a snow globe with glitter inside it and yeah. yeah where did you get that image from I I I think because I'm a painter, so I think of a lot of stuff visually. visually. I have um, 
kind of like images in my head instead of lyrics, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then I kind of write about the image. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I actually got um, left in a farmhouse by one of my exes for like three hours alone in the middle of nowhere. And oh my God, no wonder we write about toxic yeah. exes. <laughs> I literally wrote that song like in that farmhouse. Oh my God. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Why did they do that? Because um, he's an asshole. <laughs> Toxic ex. Yeah. You can't. You literally sometimes cannot explain the behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's this light bulb lyric that I'm hearing about? Um. So for that song, I think we used my verses and her choruses, mm. and like the opening line is "eating light bulbs so my insides glow," and I just love that. That is yeah. like, oh, <laughs> I I love things like that that are so like sometimes like twisted in one yeah. way, but then like they're meant to like be sort of beautiful as well. Yeah. Wow. It's a good song. I like it. Any lyrics stick out to you, Gordon? Uh, I kind of drum. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm, um, I I really like all of Wait. Mm-hmm. I think the lyrics in Wait are really good, and that's. Uh, when I, they, the, the, it's, the words just stick out. Like, usually when I think about... <laughs> Are you going to give a definitive answer or am I going to have to drill you? <laughs> you sound like one of those teenage boys that's just like, so how was your day? Good. Did you get up too much? <laughs> Not really. I like PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a set line that would really stick out to you? I really like, don't want to be a storm cloud, want to be a rainbow. Oh, oh really? That's it, it's really just, cute. Um, that's, I just oh, think that's a cool line. I don't want to be a rainbow. I want to be a oh, storm cloud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I really I think, drum around. <laughs> I feel like that line, don't want to be a rainbow, want to be a storm cloud, is about when you're depressed and everyone just tells you, I'll just be happy, you know, get over it. I hate that. You know, I don't want to be happy. Mm. I want to sit in this. Yeah. We were talking about before the show that you've got some other exciting things on the horizons. Are you able to fill me in on any of the nitty gritty details? Yes. Um. So, like, our biggest plan so far that's locked in is that we're going to play three dates in Sydney, Wollongong, and Newcastle. Um, Sydney's with Fangs, and the other two dates are with our friends in Heterochromia. Mm-hmm. So, and that's for their tour, and we, we just decided to, like, hook up and do some shows together. That's so sick. Yeah. And then we've got the Big Weekend Festival in July, so that's July 7th at the Zoo and July 8th at Solbar. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Very excited. Yeah, and some other surprise stuff that we're not allowed to talk about yet. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> For listeners out there that do want to find out about these new and exciting things that you can't talk about quite yet, where can they find you? Um, on Instagram, at Lunchtime Rocks. We're on Spotify, just under Lunchtime. Yeah, or head to our link tree, and that's everything's there. Mm. Keep an eye out. We might be seeing the, what did you say? Black cross nipple covers? Nipple pasties. Nipple yeah. pasties in some of their photos. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining me for another week of Talk Space Approved Extension, guys. It's been a pleasure to finally get to chat to you guys. Hey. Thanks very <laughs> much. Thank Thanks for having us. <laughs> Listeners, have fun on these holidays. Please take a good, good break before the next semester. If you're graduating this semester, congratulations. 
<laughs> we'll be back next week for another episode. <laughs> Bye, guys. Talkerspace Approved Extension is the podcast that talks all things uni. We're bringing you chats about what it's like being a uni student, uni music, and the world of pop culture, as well as bringing you longer chats with the interesting people in Brisbane. Listen in every Friday morning on your favourite podcasting app. This podcast was recorded on Turrible land, always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. <laughs>